Hello, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes, with me, Tom, playing Keela Kadkalar, the bard slash cleric. I am Chris Trott, I am playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elanastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a Wild Elf Barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. We're sponsored by D&D Beyond, the official toolset for Dungeons & Dragons. Check the link in the description to start digitizing your campaigns. In the Temple of Hesper, the team have met a man who is very interested in our shadowy weapons. Hello, welcome back to Erois. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do that for Tom Fucking nine o'clock news. Yeah. Hello, and welcome back to Erois. After witnessing a spell class, spell clash match, drinking in a seedy bar with the orc priest Kalo Utoma and making plans with Arvel, uh, our adventurers met once again with the field warden of Kaylee's Rest, Malika Dornblest, who informed that, that she had spoken with the Sands family and the mercenary Santa Longears. And after learning the true nature of Nightfrost, the Eterna relic that you acquired from a Court of Shadows starship, uh, she encouraged you to be cautious with it, but gave you free reign in the city and to leave it when you wished. With the doubts cast on Nightfrost, you sought information about him, as well as explore your own areas of learning by heading to the Temple of Hesper, a squat little tower in North Street. You found it to be a disorganized hoarder's nightmare of books and scrolls. <laughs> a strange old man spoke with you for a short time until you revealed Nightfrost, where he referred to it by its name, an Eterna. The Temple of Hesper seems to loom around you as Dean Simon stands staring at you intently. The dark shadows of the night and lack of ambient lighting turn the bookcases into cavernous walls and the book stacks seem like awkward shaped stalagmites rising up towards the ceiling. In the brief silence, you can hear the creak of wood and a gentle hum. The smell of old parchment and polished leather drifts through the room as the Dean rubs his chin but keeps his eyes focused on the long black cloak draped across Lucius's shoulders. The shadowy fabric swaying softly though there is no breeze and a gentle mist coils towards the floor. <clears throat> the Dean kind of just looks around at all of you. So? Care to explain? Explain what, exactly? He gestures towards the cloak. You said that you had something for me to look at. Not often, in fact, never once in my life have I ever encountered one of these things. But I know enough about it to recognize an Eterna. A strange group of folk bringing one into Kaylee's Rest is certainly to pike an interest. So you've come here for a reason, no doubt. Yes, well, information. Nova's full of it, but unfortunately, in terms of night frost, we don't know too much. Hmm. What about the rest of you, hmm? All the same thing? Uh, oh, uh, <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm, I'm here to, to, well, just learn more about Hesper, um, to discover some things about him uh, related to me. Yarakokra. <laughs> hmm. Your people have an affinity with the Lord of Magic uh, and, and uh, 
the sky. I'm surprised that you've not learnt a little more before, but certainly that that can be found here. You've got very serious all of a sudden. Hmm. You must understand, for the most part, people that come here, people that live in Cali's Rest, they're not exactly the type who are looking for genuine knowledge. They are looking for cheap and easy answers, uh, or secrets that can help them overcome rivals or get on with their little meaningless lives. You've all come here with a very clear purpose, and you are more... Well, let's just say there's more to you than I first thought. As for you, young lady, please stop fiddling around with those stacks. That's just something... I'm trying, but it's just... He goes over and places a hand on the Shrine of Hesper. You hear him kind of whisper a gentle prayer. And the book stacks fly into the bookshelves, all kind of finding their own place. And the dust just settles down into the room itself. There are still plenty of like tables and barrels that they'd been sitting on previously, just scattered around the room. Can you teach me that spell? It is not a spell, my dear. It is a prayer. The Lord of Knowledge. Well, he wouldn't like to see this place in such a mess. What? I mean, it's been a long time since you've done this spell before. Are we really that important? Not important, but you've been to the town. Well, Do you really think that the people around here are interested in learning that much about the past or about m magical phenomena? Are you that interested about teaching them? Perhaps that would be beneficial. Mm. He kind of looks at you like, judging me. <laughs> Perhaps if you spent uh, long enough here in the lowlands, Mr. Sky Elf, you would uh, be a little bit more jaded. Still, let's talk about it, shall we? He gestures towards the cloak. It has a name. Which is? Nightfrost. Hmm. Nightfrost. I had read a description of it. <coughs> Long ago, back when I was learning in Horizon. There is a catalogue of the Eterna? Not a catalogue as such. My a teacher of mine, uh, Dean Alessandra Vastra, in the High Good Church name. of Hesper in Horizon. Mm. <coughs> An elven woman. Yes, you can tell. <laughs> yes. She has become very interested in these creatures, these beings, I should say. <clears throat> Very few people know about them. The Temple of Hesper has been keeping their existence somewhat secretive. We're concerned how others may react when they discover their nature, that they are used as weapons and power sources for the Court of Shadows. There are too many people now, with the gods' departure, that seek to fulfill their own merits especially amongst the sky cities. Sky piracy and lowland tyrants, uh, warmongers. If they were to acquire such powers, well, we have some concerns. Anyway, Alessandra had um, she spent a lot of time researching the Eterna, speaking with people. She identified uh, several of them, wrote descriptions of their various forms, and interviewed others Eterna that walk among us, freely. That's where she learnt of this one. He was believed to be dead, you see. So she kept a record of it. She also spoke of the, she learnt of the 
what they call the Eternal Triumvirate. They're three leaders. <coughs> leaders? Yes. Three of them. Mm. <coughs> yeah. Three of them, very powerful, equal in power, and they governed the society of the Eterna uh, together. You see, the Eterna are beings of energy, and they didn't have these forms before. They existed uh, very differently to us. But the Triumvirate, the Eternal Triumvirate, were sort of a council, advisors, um, but also uh, law bearers. <coughs> there are some, well, we'll get to that in a second. The Eternal Triumvirate are made of three Eterna, one called Tiangong, <coughs> Eleia, and Tassadar. Is what? <coughs> Tiangong's one of the bosses. <coughs> Seems to be very familiar. Yes, Nova has Tiangong. Oh. Okay. Nova has Tiangong. <laughs> Everyone, why don't you just shout it? I can see that you're not quite used to keeping knowledge to yourself. He loves to learn, teach. Knowledge is to be shared, is it not? Some, That's why we have books. Certainly some of it is. Some of it should be kept protected. Mm-hmm. Nova's just kind of like Guardian, holding her hand up. <laughs> your kind saw the sort of power that the Court of Shadows wielded. Yeah. Much of that power came from these beings. They, con- they contain enormous amounts of energy, uh, beyond what their forms now are capable of. But using the right rituals that the Court of Shadows knew, they could power their starships. They could power uh, giant engines of war, g- great beasts of metal and stone and magic. Yeah, that's where we got Night Frost from. We found him on a. It would oh, make shit. sense. It would make sense. Yes, his power was used for uh, evil. Yeah, you say evil. his powers. <laughs> do you mean more specifically, or do you mean just to power the ship itself? I'm not sure, to be honest. I think he, he was trying to do something with the weapon. Yeah. As you say this, you hear the voice of Night Frost kind of echoing out like, Yes, used for evil. Great, terrible things. The war, destruction, devastation. Those girls, the power I stole from them. And all of you hear that in his voice. Including. And Dean Simon seems to listen intently. Mm. How long have you had this Eterna with you? Not too long. We just travelled here from the previous town where we acquired it. And that wasn't too far away, was it? A few days? A few days. And it was active when you found it? Yes. Well, it was uh, on a pedestal, almost absorbing power itself, or was being stored there. It was generating power to the That's the one! (laughs) But it's good. It was conscious. It spoke with you then. Uh, Yes. Yes. I I felt them enter. There is something you should know. The Eterna Kalistarbane, the tyrant, the demigod, he bound them to his will. Through that binding, this pact he made, he stole away some of their ability to change their form. He forced them to take on the forms as you see them now, these weapons, armor, uh, devices used to generate power. Through doing so, they have a sort of immortality. They can be destroyed, but they do not age, they do not change. They can slowly be drained of their power, however. Everything that Alessandra learned is that once their power is gone, the only way it can be restored is through a willing return of energy. 
from a living host. They are symbiotes of a sort. But there is something else she spoke of. It is possible for the Eterna to be force-fed power, life, energy. Very much how undead are created by necromancy. When that happens, Eterna can become corrupted. They can become dark, twisted things. They are driven mad and crave power and energy. They cannot be restored. There is no cure for this. They are not like you and I. We cannot use divine magic to purge away their ills or their minds. You carry something very dangerous, or at least the potential for danger with you. Mm. Yes, that's very clear now. You say you carry Tian Gong. Do you speak with him? I'm surprised he would not have warned you against this. I... I don't even know if it's a him. I hear voices in my sleep, in my dreams. It's spoken to me before when I found it, when, when it willed me to rescue it. And, well, Night Frost said that Tiangong was shattered and what I hold is a sliver. Mm. I imagine that if I was to find more parts and reunite, then Tiangong would be stronger. It is likely the only way that um, such an immense being of power. The Eternal Triumvirate, they were the leaders. <clears throat> You've all heard the stories of the Archfiends, of Celestials, great beings, not quite gods, but incredibly powerful. The Eternal Triumvirate are of a similar level. If they were broken into shards, it was a way for Callus to distribute their power amongst his forces rather than keeping it to himself. I do not know where the other two are, and my mentor kept more, far more research notes than I have. This is simply what I can remember of my time spent studying with her. The Eterna can take various forms, humanoid, weapon and armor, but only those who are considered free, that have bonded with a willing symbiotic human can take on a humanoid form. Some of them are, they bond with a human and then they leave. Some are forced to stay by their side. From what I understand, that's where most of my mentor's notes came from, speaking with one. Um, one called Celeste, if I remember. Celeste. She was supposed to be a woman of, uh, almost of luminosity, uh, appeared as if glowing, a feminine form. Could take the form of a spear. Hmm. <clears throat> anyway. And she... I don't know... Sorry. Roam, she just roams freely around Eroes? That is what my mentor told me, yes. So... She... This Celeste seeks to free her people from the pact with Starbane. Ah, uh, okay. But sadly, I mean, that is impossible. I've got a 10 on history. Yes. What do you want to know? So, there was a spear in the lore of the Sundering. Yes. I'm just, just trying to piece So, from what you remember, yes, in the Sundering, the history of the Sundering is the god Atelicus, uh, the eldest son of Siaska, um, seeing his mother die at the hands of Calistarbane, enraged, plunged his spear uh, into the ground of Eroes. Eroes was once one big landmass. That plunging of the spear split the world up into the continents you now know and caused untold devastation. To this day, Atelicus is kind of regarded as... A god to be worshipped but feared because of this rage. He represents primal rage and anger. Yeah. Um, 
you don't think that the, his spear would have been an Eterna. He existed before Starbane arrived to erupt. Okay. Um, okay. That's almost his spear is like a part of his godly power. Yeah. What were the three names of the council? Uh, so you have one. The other one Celeste. is Aleia, which is A L Y E J A, kind of like Freya from Norse mythology, but Aleia. And Tassadar, T A S S A D A R, Tassadar. And Celeste is one of the. Eternal. And Celeste is just an Eterna. Yeah. Just. Oh. <clears throat> so, now my question to you all. What do you intend to do with this being that you have? I'm personally terrified of the potential. If it's a corrupted Eterna, like you say, and it has the power that could, you know... I do not know the exact process. Perhaps this corruption is not complete. Perhaps it is merely only a sliver away from transformation. Transformation into what? A, A darker form. From what I understand, there would be some sort of physical change. And from your research with your advisor, what was it? Mentor. Mentor. Mm. Was there any knowledge as to, you know, these sacrifices, these willing sacrifices? Is that something Nifrost could take himself? How to explain this? So, normally, my understanding with the Eterna, is they, if they are drained of their power, they can enter a sort of symbiotic relationship, um, a, a process of bonding where a humanoid, a, a mortal like us, can give them some of their life force. And in exchange, it awakens the Eterna's powers. But there is discussion, research from captured remnant, that there is a way to force an Eterna to feed off a life. Normally fatal. How much is required, I do not know. That has happened. We witnessed it. Then I would suggest that that Eterna that you have is very likely on the brink of such a corruption. But there's no evidence that you can't stop it, that kindness and understanding can't help them. Kindness and understanding don't stop death. But he, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't drain the last girl. But he can be forced to do so. Regardless of- You hear Nightfrost, yeah. Deimos stopped me. Deimos was the one that prevented me from draining her. I had no control. Can I get in the way of further draining? Perhaps, Master Lucius, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what they can do to us. It's not something we know. It has n- never been done before. How many did you drain? Four. Four of them I killed. I can still see their faces. They're young, innocent faces. I had not seen many of your kind before. I was distant as a ship. My weapons fired down, but I did not see faces. Theirs were the first ones I saw, and then they were gone. It's, the voice goes quiet. It seems to me that he has suffered quite a substantial amount from such an activity. The remnant truly do not have any mercy in them. I do not know if you are correct, young Ganassi. Perhaps you are right. Perhaps they can be 
save, there is salvation. I My just... experience only is of a similarity between them and the undead. And there is no saving the undead. I just wonder because I guess maybe I have a symbiotic relationship with Tiangong. Tiangong asked me if he could, if they could come with me, if they could share some of my power. Mm. Tiangong works through me. I learnt these spells. Keep in mind, through him. Tiangong is of an incredible power, far beyond the rest of his kind. It would be as if it is the difference between you and I and one of the greatest champions, one of the greatest heroes of, of all of our time, of all of our time. It is a power level. It may be that he does not require the same energy that these others do. I do not know. My, my mentor perhaps will have better answers, but, but this is all I can offer. Perhaps if I reform Tiangong, Tiangong can help Nightfrost and others. At this point, that is a hypothesis, but it is one I cannot disagree with. I have no evidence to or against the contrary. Nightfrost, what do you think? I do not know, Nova. I, I regret everything that I've done, and there are times when I hate what I am. There are times when I wish only to vanish. But then there are times when I am so desperate to see the light that I missed for so long. There are times when I want to be free of this pain in any way I can. I don't know. This is not what we are, not what we are used to. I was a being of energy once, beyond any of this. I miss my people. I wish Tiangong were here to tell us what to do, as he once did, as they once did. I want you to know, Night Frost, I'm looking for Tiangong, since you told me that what I hold is just a sliver. I want to reform them. I want to find the rest of Tiangong. And if that helps you, then that strengthens my resolve. Thank you. You just kind of hear that amongst all of you. It's well, a, it's a wonderfully noble cause, Nova. Nova, 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 Nova. <laughs> it almost works. But we have to consider that going on this quest to reform Tiangong, it's were the only people in the way of the remnant or court of shadows obtaining the power of these Eternus. And the more we piece them back together and grant them their power back, the more power we could potentially give to the court of shadows. Well, we recovered Nightfrost from the court of shadows. Yeah, we beat those guys up real bad, Ayla. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And that's one less for them. Yeah. It's freeing a people. There was a war, like a, a war of all of Erois that destroyed Erois. What can um, we do against that? But the Eterna were enslaved in that war. And they we're working to free them. Yes, um, my only worry is it's only us that's really in the way of an army. It's true, but we've seen what the Court of Shadows are now. If we let them run free collecting all the Eterna and gathering power, they're going to reform and they'll become the army that destroyed Eros before. I'm not saying we dismiss the quest. All I'm saying is maybe we need more help. Oh, obviously. <coughs> that's that's yeah. a given. I'm afraid um, that my help is somewhat limited. I am neither mage or a powerful priest. I'm a librarian, if nothing better. The... But my mentor should have some answers for you. Yeah. Where can she be found? Horizon. 
Sky City. That's a fantastic place to go. You know what? I hear the weather's good. I'm surprised that you're so keen to head to Horizon. Why? Well, perhaps you're not so familiar with your neighboring cities as I thought. It's a sky city. It is. It is a sky city where a rebellion overthrew the high elf royalty that run it. It was... Uh, I wondered why Daddy never took us there. <laughs> it is not. There are plenty of high elves who exist there, but it is strange that one who is quite obviously a, a, a noble son of the <laughs> Thank you, sky, you noticed. Thank you. It's not hard. Um, Horizon is... is it's a place where the common people rose up and claimed it for their own. It is a good place. I spent many wonderful years there. Great. But it is different. What was the founding family that helped? There was his assistants, wasn't there? Or was it on Gusthaven itself? And I'm getting them mixed up. I'm afraid I could not tell you. The ruling, the ruling family that was overthrown did some terrible things and their name has been stricken from most records. The citizens would have a better history of Horizon. Mm. There were refugees in uh, Gusthaven too. Mm. I remember that. Good. History well lessons are so boring though. Ayla puts the hammer on the ground and is like, are we done? I'm so bored. Please, is there anything else we need to ask this old man? We could ask about your tartan. That's a really good idea. Hey, old man, what do you know about this? Waves a piece of tartan in his face. It is a piece of cloth. Right, <laughs> good. Uh, what, what, what? He's just like, uh, clan, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Ayla goes through the, the speech, because yeah. I don't want to put words in Kate's mouth. He's like, hmm, high elf and things. I'm afraid... <laughs> I do not have any records of censuses taken at the time, but there were a number of elven families who came down from the Sky Cities to live in an Eros, and they became the wild elves of today. I'm afraid that here... I could ask Hesper, but that is a lengthy process, and not one that I believe I have any books on, in particular. Okay. What about you, Guardian? You, uh, <coughs> You mentioned you wanted to learn. Uh, oh, um, Is there anything you wish to know, Guardian? Well, I've been uh, seeking a Temple of Hesper for some time, actually. Um, Why? Well, I... Uh, a while back, yeah. I was flying along, Everything was fine. Two wings. You might have noticed. Only one now. Um, and then I was struck by lightning. Surely to kill me. Uh, plummeted into the ground. And then I, I, I saw um, some things. And also I got a message from who I believe then to be Hesper. And that connection has been strengthening over time. Uh, and I am seeing him more and more. Let's stop for a second. <laughs> I was waiting for you to interrupt. I was... <laughs> I'm not going to interrupt you when you're clearly explaining something. There's some more information that's required. First of all, you say you saw things. Um, Elaborate. Okay, so... I saw a blinding light. Hmm. Uh, lightning. Lightning, I imagine. Yes. Um, and then I saw... Um, Places that I've never been to before, um, cities and people running and screaming, and there's, 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 there's fire, there's chaos, there's buildings collapsing. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if that is my imagination running wild, a metaphor for the moment of 
falling to my almost certain doom. But shortly after, Hesper reached out, and then I woke up in, you, in the lowlands. And you say Hesper. You saw him? He spoke to you? He, he, yes, well, he, a very short message, but since that time, I've been having dreams. He is appearing, he's giving me a path. He's asking me to fly with the Aracocra or to cocoon myself on the ground. Strange messages that I don't have an answer for. Um, mm -hmm. And my powers have been growing. Um, you feel a deeper connection to him spiritually. Uh, you have access to magics. Yes, magics that I never would have had before. I never had prior to the storm. Mm. Um, it is not uncommon. The gods following the sundering, they pulled away from Erois in mourning for their mother. It was a dark time. But they hadn't given up on us completely. They just need some time to adjust. They're not like us. Siaska was everything. They were part of her, and when she died, part of them died with her. But they still speak to us. They still speak to a few of us that listen, that represent them, that have something to learn from them so that we can pass on to the others. Hesper is a good man, a good being, I should say. He sees such potential in many of us, but he was always a strange one amongst his family. He liked his books and his learning, and he liked the sky. If he speaks to you, he believes that you have great potential. Is there any clue as to what that is? <laughs> I believe that it is likely tied to this vision Visions are not uncommon among servants of the gods. Right. They are used as ways to warn us of things to come, but they are not always exactly what they appear. Like you said, it may not be an actual city in need. It could be a kingdom, a society, a small town. Right. But that answer will come in time. Okay. Likely now, you're being guided. I can give you some teachings. I can give you some in information about Hesper himself. Okay. But the best thing you can do with a god of knowledge is keep moving. He's put you on a path. Mm -hmm. You may not know it, but that doesn't matter. You need to just keep moving. The next step is the most important one. Wherever the road takes us. Wherever the road takes you. And in terms of your training, yes, I think it seems, seems applicable. He goes over to one of the bookshelves and he pulls out a scroll, goes through several, and he's like, yes. Stamps on it. This will uh, consider it a gift for a new acolyte. Acolyte, okay. <laughs> it is a spell scroll. Right. Uh, you may not be powerful enough for it now, but perhaps in time you will be. And it will allow you to ask him a question. Oh. It's called a divination. Ask him a... okay. You can attempt to use it sooner, but that will depend on the wisdom that you've earned. Right. And, and um, I suppose one-time use? I'm afraid so. Okay. So it better be a good question. All questions should always be good questions. That's true. And um, you, Guardian. I, will, I, will, I have something more for you 
my young friend. And okay. we can speak more if you intend to spend more time here in Kelly's Rest. Okay, yes, uh, yeah. I'd be happy to teach you what I know. Thank you. New Guardian. Yeah. Is there anything I can help you with, as we seem to be doing the rounds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While we're here. While we're here, yeah, that's very true. Uh, you seem very knowledgeable in different races. Um, I've studied. Yeah, it's amazing. My, myself and one of the other Guardians have shared a similar vision uh, about almost a godlike being called the Prime. And... Yeah. Are you asking if I know of such a being? Well, given your knowledge of different races, I've wondered if maybe it would if it'd come across in a study? I'm afraid I can't say I have. Your people are few and far between and secretive in many ways. I do not know much about them. I've never heard of this prime, although well, some things begin to dwell in my old memory. It is not a god of Erois. I can tell you that much. Okay. Not one of Siaska's children. None of us claim dominion over your kind. But there are other beings. Okay. Things like the Eternus Triumvirate, the Archfiends, the Celestials that the ASMR once came from. They're not gods, but they are powerful beings. And there are other worlds out there. Worlds from which creatures n not found on Erois come from. There's one in this town, a centaur, I believe. She came from a world uh, full of flowers and strange creatures. Yeah. I have heard of one, a place called Mechanicus, a planet far, far beyond this place. But there are beings, constructs, golems, uh, beings similar to the Guardians. I believe that that may even have been where the original ideas for your kind came from. Wow. And there is something about a Primus not Prime, but Primus. Primus. I'm not sure if that is the same thing, but it is all I can think of, I'm afraid. Well, that's, that's so helpful. That's, that's... You've spoken to Tracker and the other Guardians here? Yes, yeah, we have. We've met them. Hmm. Well, I'm afraid that they'll have more knowledge than I, on your kind. Um, other larger cities, I know that the Gold Throne and the Sky Cities have a vetted interest in your type, and uh, many of them come there seeking purpose. I hope that that helps. Well, thank you so much, that does help. As he finishes talking to Sentry, you're kind of stood at the back of this temple near his shrine, the bookshelves all around you. You hear the door open. Mm-hmm. Sound of armoured feet. Oh, okay. You turn around and you see Filling in through the door, there's about five of them. Maybe two of them are still outside, just by the door itself. They wear breastplate or chainmail. Um, some of them carry shields. Weapons not fully drawn. Uh, leading them is a man in a long white and red robe. You can see that a burning, gauntleted fist. Okay. Um, <laughs> whereas before you've seen the symbol of Palador as an open palm, this one is a gauntleted fist oh, facing wow. the other way. And they kind of enter, and Dean Simon is talking to Sentry at the time, and one of them calls out, and you can see this one in the robes seems to be doing the main speaking. There's still armor on it, like he has like a breastplate over the, the robes themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and then one behind him seems to be wearing sort of more form-fitted clothing, and you can see he has a long kind of uh, 
whip kind of attached to his side. Dean Simon. Dean's like, what now? Another vis... Oh, it's you. What do you want? I've got to remember that they're at Savonans. The abbotess would very much like to speak with you, Dean Simon. She's gathering all of the uh, leaders from the f local temples heading towards the abbey. She wishes to speak with you privately. Abbotess? There is no such thing. What about Abbot, Abbot Varson? What's happened to him? I'm afraid that Abbot Varson has fallen ill and the leadership of the abbey has fallen to the abbotess. Dean Simon looks at you, he's like, you should all go now. Are you sure? And then he just kind of looks at you with a very troubled look on his face, mm -hmm. turns back. I'm to understand that you're to take me there now, peacefully, I would hope. As long as you come quietly, yes. As for the rest of you, get out. Get out of Kelly's Rest. This ain't no place for freaks like you. This is a place for good people. And then as he sees Ayla, especially your fucking kind, spits on the, spits on the ground. Wow. <laughs> and you see Ayla is like gripping the hammer, not taking action. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we are... <clears throat> we'll be off then. Mm. Right? Got everything, um... We'll see you later. When you say that, you guys can all make insight checks for me. Nope. 14. 16. Oh, like nothing. <laughs> uh, 8. 10. 10. So I think, Lucius, you're the only one that picks up on this. When you say, like, oh, I guess we should be leaving then, there's a slight hint of disappointment on Dean Simon's face. Like, he's like, okay, yeah, I gotta go with these guys then. Like, you know, there's al almost like there was a tiny hope that you'd help, but he's just like, all right, let's not keep this abbotess waiting. And then he kind of turns around and you hear this kind of very low, I wouldn't remain in Callie's rest too much longer. I'm sorry, my boy. I'll have to reschedule our time to spend uh, talking about Hesper. Um, and he gets up to go with these five individuals who are just watching the, th the five of you for any signs of trouble. When is he expected to return, Dean Simon? You, you ask the guy? Yeah. He looks at you like, how fucking dare you <laughs> talk to me? <laughs> when the abbotess is done with him, it's none of your fucking business, bird. I had a schedule to keep. Too fucking bad. Mm. Good people in Caddy's Rest. Yeah, they are. When they're surrounded by their own fucking kind. Not some freaked up strangers coming in ruining the whole place. You make me fucking sick. I'm sick of your kind around here. I'm and then the, like, the one with the whip kind of puts a hand on his shoulder. He's like, easy now, brother. There's no need to get heated. The Dean's coming with us. These folks will be on their way soon, I'm sure. You can see that as they get up, the one who's been doing the speaking, this one in the robes, just kind of grabs Dean Simon's wrists, kind of pretty angrily, like grabs him, and he's like, <clears throat> he's like, come along, Dean, and shoves him sort of out the door. He said he was going willingly. He just turns around. <laughs> that just looks. There's no need, okay. <laughs> 
begins <laughs> begins taking the Dean away. Jeez! Of all the different I mean, people we've met, are we he okay was the with rudest. This? Are we okay with this? I mean, no. Is that if they left? They are like at the door. I'm gonna say that like the door is open and they're like stepping outside. <laughs> so if you're doing something, well, they'll be on the street. Like you, can, but if you want to do something while they're still in the building, now is the time to do it, because otherwise they're going to be out in the public streets. I don't like how you're handling that, man. They stop. Yes. My mom said that you shouldn't swear. Bad language is very uncouth. They stop, and you see that there. The two are still outside kind of grin under these kind of like bucket helms and there's like <laughs> the one with the robes turns around you don't like it Mr. Fancy Elf that's a real fucking shame why don't I come over and apologize finally some sense and he begins making his way in and the Inquisitor just kind of rolls his eyes. And like he, sh You can see that they shove <laughs> Dean Simon into like the corner behind the door and one of the, uh, one of the three men with the shields kind of stands next to him and they shut the door Can I all step silently in. blade ward myself? Make a sleight of hand check. Okay. Can I uh, look to Dean I, to like... <laughs> I, yeah. I'm looking for advice from him at this point. He's just got a hard set face. Um, 11. Give me a perception check. Okay, with disadvantage. Can I like ready my shield and stand between Lucius and? Yeah, so you like actually um, step, step up, up, like you yeah, step up to like, this guy in his oh, face. Dang. Seventeen. Seventeen. He mouths the word. He mouths. It's gonna get bad. Um, and as he steps up, and as Sentry kind of steps to him in his face, this guy just grins. He's like, you know, it's a shame. These libraries. Really prone to burning down. <laughs> and watch as his form begins to flicker into flames. Would you guys like to see where you are? Uh, yes, please. Yep. Oh, good, he had a battle map prepared. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, we couldn't just let him go, could we? Oh, that's so rude. No. <laughs> so nasty. They're manhandling an old man. Why are yeah. none of us human? <laughs> Because humans are boring and racist! I know! <laughs> one, two... Oh, I really like the closed three. fist compared to the other Yeah, it's cool. Oh, so Dean Simon's been shoved in there. There's these guys, and then you guys are all basically near the shrine, which is back here. Okay, okay and then we've got Ayla as well. I'm gonna have to use Ayla's old mini, because I don't know where Katie's good one is. Uh, yeah, here's mine. And once you've placed your miniatures on the map, uh, I'd like Sentry that. stepped up in front of Lucius. Yes, she did. Yes. Yeah. She's kind of. You're basically like. There's this kind of like sack where a bunch of books were kind of like just propped on it, but they've all been thrown back into the shelves, and it's kind of just between you and him. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's a little sack. Little sack. And with that, let's roll some initiative. Oh, wow. Wow. Straight in. We've got lots of lore, and now it's time for fight you fight. <laughs> I'm going last. Before we do this, what was the surname for Alessandra? Uh, oh God, Kim, why do you do this to me now? Um, <laughs> Alessandra Vastra. 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 Yes. Yeah, I didn't have that either. 
So whoop, whoop. you had a long yes. name and panicked. I had Vostro. Uh oh. <laughs> fire on fire, it would seem. Is someone ready to say, yeah, cool off? <laughs> <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please, please never quote Batman forever at me ever. It's got rubber nipples in it. What was that? <laughs> it does. Okay. Yes. Okay, I've got a lot of shit here. Bad situation, so. Rihanna. Bad, yeah. bad. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Yes. So, Sentry. Hello. Uh, initiative, 12. please. 12. Quill. 4. Nova. 19. <laughs> Lucius. 8. And then the Inquisitor. Is... I need to open my spell list. I haven't seen this in a while. <laughs> what is How combat? How to spell? <laughs> How do you combat? How do you fight, men? 19. And Custodus is... Oh my goodness, he is... He's up for a fight. Uh-oh. No. Okay. Uh-oh. Crikey. He's up for a fight. Shit. Oh my god, yeah, he really is. I think they all are. So, <clears throat> he steps up, and as he says those last words, like, it's a shame how easy everything burns in here. Uh, and then he, he seems to be wielding, I believe he has a... Um, yeah, he's got like a long kind of like uh, crozier's staff. Nice. Um, and he slams it on the ground and then points it forward and projecting in a 15-foot cone from him, which I think is going to be 5, 10, 15, is going to catch Lucius, Ayla, and Sentry, as well as several tables, barrels, and everything else. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. uh, a cone of flame erupts forward. And can you guys make dexterity saving throws for me? Please? Will do. Uh, is that me as well? Uh, no, I think you're just out. I'm going to catch Lucius because oh Trot has annoyingly put himself on like half things. So I'm gonna make him go there. Yeah, I think I am. Try and put yourselves actually oh, on I can't the grid. Over the wall. The wall here. Lean in. Mm. I don't uh, limit myself to a grid-based system. <laughs> yeah, is that what you do? Okay. Uh, so what'd you get on those deck saving throws? Five. Five. Sixteen. And then I've got to make one for Ayla, haven't I? And that is gonna be a whopping nine for Ayla. Wowie. Wowie, wowie. You got sixteen, did you say? You pass. You can take half damage. Wicked. It's going to be 12, 13. So, 13 points of fire damage to Ayla and Sentry. Sweet. Bring it all. Um, and then seven points of damage uh, to you, Lucius, um, as this kind of column of fire erupts. As it hits, things like the tables, the barrels, um, they ignite. And the whole place launches. Oh, fire. we've got to get through go. them to the exit. Oh, there's an upstairs. There is an upstairs, yes. Um, okay. Uh, and as he slams down that, he just calls out. He's just like, they're resisting, boys, for the Abatess! Um, as they Abitus, launch forward. Nova! My Abatess. <laughs> Nova's like, oh, I regret this decision. I regret this standing up for what's right. Ooh, why is doing the right thing so hard? Wish I was a water ganassi and I could just. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're an air ganassi. Well, does that mean I can suffocate them? You don't have to worry. Well, no, it means that you don't have My... to worry about, you know, suffocating oh. yourself. Oh. <laughs> What's that? Is that the light? Because it's so dark. Yeah, the camera's very You dark. need to get like a little portable light mm. or something. Yeah. Can I? I'm probably going to regret this. Cast Crown of Madness on him. Sure. Damn. Yeah. Go for it. Can you please make me a wisdom saving throw? On the guy the guy with the crozier staff, the main guy in the, the front. The main yeah. guy, the main asshole. The other, okay. I don't even know. Uh, wisdom saving throw? 
Yes. DC? 14. I mean, Zealot Priest. 21. Why is this shit? Yeah. I rolled a 15, to be fair. So uh, so you kind of reach out. He just acts like a, a dumb person. You, you channel, uh, the accent doesn't make him dumb, guys. No, the, you, the, the, the racism. Oh, the ra oh, yeah, racism, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, you channel uh, the power through Tian Gong, you feel this kind of twisting dark nether magic, almost from, you sense void itself, and you try and curl it around his forehead, but he just senses something and, Ah, and this kind of crown of flame kind of burns the magic away. It's kind of cool. It's just like, the god of fire, the ash will cleanse your pathetic little heretic magic. Can I? Two of the swords. Hey, Go on, carry on. Stuff yeah. to do. Yeah, I'm just going to move up. Uh, I'd like to hexblade curse him and then move. Okay. You're right, you move first then. Um, Before just, I move. I want to tuck behind, like, yeah. here. So you just move like five ten. Yeah. Um, moving across the table would be difficult terrain. So, uh, you know, so I was there. Yep. Was I? So five, five, ten uh, over the table. 15. 15, oh yeah, keep 15, going. 20, 25, and just like tuck behind cover here. Okay. Uh, so he he gestures. He's like, deal with that one. She's some sort of spellcaster. Leave me alone. I'm pushing you. Just her. No. <laughs> She's oh. the only spellcaster. Oh wow, they've all they, gone that they've way. They've come around a pillar. No. So two of his guys uh, start moving round. The other one seems to just be guarding the um, priest. Oh, he's checked it. Yeah, Steve's got it. It's a lot better. Nice. Steve's got it. A lot better. So two of them basically start making their way to Nova. The third one kind of backs up and is like keeping an eye on the um, the dean, uh, who's now like, oh my books, <laughs> like looking at the flames. It's like you fucking idiots. Oh, to the guys, not to you guys. He was so serious a second ago. <laughs> Um, Ayla on her turn. Smash. So Ayla's still a little bit injured from a fight with Cal. Oh, I, I did give her a short rest. Whack. Uh, but she is going to rage. Whack. And go. Whack. Uh, whack. She'll move over to here so she's not in the fire. A whacking? And then she's going to. A whacking. Whack. It's going to be a whacking. It's going to be a whack. In true Katie fashion, I will not reckless attack because she's low on hit points. That is for a 16, which I believe is He's a so hit. so wreckful. Uh, is that the opposite of reckless? It's a d10. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, not the best damage in the world. <laughs> so that's going to be 1d8 plus 6. So that's 8 points of damage. And then a reflex save for him. For 13, which is enough that it halves. Whoops. For one point of damage. Yay! Hey, Even when Katie's not here, it's still the same. One zap. But Ayla's now up in his face, kind of like, Rah, get out of the fucking way, swinging a hammer around, um, trying to get in his face. We then go to the Inquisitor. Mm. <laughs> oh, he doesn't look fun. He will see that Sentry step up to try and get in the way. Oh, yeah. And he will, uh, he pulls out this whip, this barbed whip. Cool. Kind of cracks it a few times. And then he whoosh, tries to launch a whip oh, towards. Oh, I've had fun with one of those before. <laughs> My chain Ooh, whip. That is a 23 <laughs> to hit you. Uh, that is a hit, yep. Okay, so the whip just coils around your body and you feel these barbs sticking. And then with an unnatural spiritual strength, he yanks you. Mm. Pulling you. Oh, so it's kind of like the um, like in, like uh, ensnaring strike. Uh, lightning lure. Yes, lightning lure. He basically yeah. pulls you. <laughs> it knocks over this table. All oh, the fire kind of like goes everywhere. Spilled over. Right, yeah. 
he kind of pulls you in towards him. You're currently grappled. Yep. Um, and then he basically, with his other free hand, which you can now see glows with this internal heat. Like oh. the fire is built up inside of him and he goes to reach out and try and grab you. Oh. Um, as you're grappled. What a piece advantage. of shit. But that's only a nine. That's only a 13. Yeah, it doesn't hit. So you manage to get the shield up and you and you and as it hits the shield, you hear this kind of like, tss, you know, hot flame hitting metal sound. Nice. Um, as his whole hand, his whole body almost, is emanating this powerful heat, like this internal heat source. Okay. Um, as it erupts from him. So after then, sentry. Okie dokie. So I'm still, am I still grappled? You are grappled. You can make, um, so you can make an athletics or an acrobatics check to break the grapple, which is your move action. Athletics is strength. Oh yeah. Can I do athletics then, please? Yep. So make an athletics check. I will tell you the DC is 11. Nice. I got... Uh, 15, 16, 19. You pull yourself free. Good job. Um, at, before, at the very start of your turn, though, you did take some fire damage okay. uh, from uh, some uh, piercing damage. Sorry, from the uh, from the uh, whip, uh, which is oh, cool five points of damage. Cool whip. Oh, no worries. <laughs> the um, cool whip. Nice. Hot whip. Alrighty. Cool. But then you break free of it, and he's right in your face. Nice. I would like to raffle smite. Okay. Ooh. So bonus action, you cast raffle smite on your axe. Yes, please. And then who are you going to attack? Oh, I don't know. I don't know who's going to annoy me more. <laughs> uh, this guy. The whippy boy. He's going to annoy me so much. Yeah. Yep. The inquisitor. Yes, please. Sure. So give me an attack roll. Attack roll. Whoop whoop. Mm. Fifteen plus my thingamajiggy. Attack, attack bonus. Attack bonus. Which one is the Oh yeah, there it is. Plus six. That's yeah. Twenty-one, 21. easily hits him. This guy doesn't nice. seem to be wearing any armor. He's just got like clothing, but he's got this whip. Um, nice. You hit him. As you do, uh, as the axe connects, this kind of roaring heat from his body is enough that it starts singeing your actual joints and arms. You take another four fire damage Crikey. for hitting him with a melee attack. Oh, the fire guy. Wow. Yeah. The this guy. Wizard. Oh, he's Wizard. got fire as well. He's the one that, when he touched uh, Sentry's shield, he's the one that had this internal heat oh, source in his body. Everyone Crikey. on fire. Yeah, hot. But headed. you still hit him, so yep. now you can roll your damage and you add the benefits from Wrathful Smite. Oh, they're going to cook me. So, ba 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 be so delicious. 1d6. Alright, turkey. Yep. KFC. 1d6. Abatess fried chicken. Oh. Whilst we haven't been reading up on like, Ugh, I know, I haven't done this for so long. No, that's fine. So Katie it's DC, 1d6, it does an extra d6 plus mm-hmm. physical damage. So I need to do, yep. is it my standard yeah, So it's your standard roll? damage. So where's Wrathful Smite? Let's just, just read up the stats on that. So additionally, yeah, if the target is a <laughs> creature. Okay, so it has to make a, until the spell ends. Make a wisdom save. So, well. yep, yeah. it deals an extra 1d6 psychic damage. In addition, the, the target is a creature, it must make a wisdom saving throw, it becomes frightened of you. Cool. So, I'll do that. So, d6, so I got five. So, he's actually going to fail the wisdom saving throw. Okay. And then, so. And then your... plus four spell attack. Uh, well, no, because no? it's, it's d6 added to your normal weapon damage. Okay, so. It's so been a while since so it's equipment. Actions. Actions. And then. d8 plus four. So, yep, and then another five. One is that one again? The it's diamond. Isn't it? There we go. Wah, wah. So that's seven plus five plus five. It's eight. Eight. No. God, yeah, what 12. is my math? Twelve. 12. Yes. Yeah. 
12 DiMaggio's. Yay. Oh, Andrew failed his wisdom save. So cool. you watch as he, there's the axe kind of bites in. Um, it does pierce into his body and this flame kind of erupts and licks your own arm. But he's, he kind of is like, ah, fuck. And he like looks down and he's just like, we, we gotta get out of here. Come on, let me there. And he's like trying to pull away and try and back away from you as best as he can. Cool. Nice. Takes, takes effect. Um, and yeah, he's uh, definitely terrified. terrified. Nice. And that Lucius. So we. Oh my, it's the Oscar. Excuse me, buddy. I've got to go back here. I forgot to attack Dave. That's a shame. Um, oh, a shame. No. <laughs> I was like, I moved my guys up there, and I was like, oh, they still had their actions left. They're out of my range. I'm going to cast. They just thought I looked cute and adorable, and sure. we're like, oh. Lucian. <laughs> going to cast Snillox Snowball Swarm. Snillox Snowball Swarm. Yes, you're going. Yeah. Called up in this. Okay, I'm going to cast it here. So it's a five. Uh, anything within the five foot radius, so that will unfortunately affect the sentry, sorry. Okay. But I'm gonna get these two. You're gonna get those two, yep. I use two sorcery points to twin the spell! Woo! <laughs> what is this? What do you mean? What have you done? I'm twinning the spell. So you duplicate the effect. Here. Okay. And these fucking two. Okay. So, so with twin spells. Double Snearlock Snowball Storm. What is Corita's spell? <laughs> Good of features and traits. You mean, oh I, I always find like, it funny when it's got a named, so it's not just a snowball smell, features there's like traits. smell, yeah. stealth, Someone so. there's like a name <laughs> to it as well. Yeah. Um, Second creature the I think most of the high yeah. levels so, are named. with yeah. the snowball swarm. Like, isn't there a tent one as well that's area? named after a person? Area? Because I think you can't twin it if it targets an area. You can't twin a fireball, for example. Yeah, it's a point within you, so you can't twin that. You could twin Chromatic Orb because it targets one creature. So the way to think of twinning is as long as it targets just one creature, you can twin it and hit another creature. If it targets an area, you can't twin it. Well, what about in a Rois? <laughs> I'm going to still play by the same rules. <laughs> because otherwise you can go, twin fireball! <laughs> And it becomes ridiculous. Should we don't need to. twin fireballs, right? Um, In which you could, case, you could twin chromatic orb, though. I'm gonna single Snillock here. Yes. On these two. Okay. So all your jets. I'm not dexterity saving throws. Is that what I'm making? Uh, correct. Yeah. So Inquisitor, yeah. that is eleven. <laughs> Custodes, even lower. Thirteen. Three. The DC Both save. fail. Both fail. Uh, uh, Sentry, can you do a dexterity saving throw, please? Like Sorry. Uh, let's say three d six. That is 13 for me. Two more. There's a 13? Yep. I think that passes, right? That does pass. So you're going to take half damage. Sorry. Okay. Six and three. 15. 15 damage. Yeah. And guess what? Ow. If I can't get the twin, I will get the dichromancy. Yes, you will. Yes. With my. So you choose one creature. The Inquisitor. You're going to go with the Inquisitor, yeah? And how much damage is that? Level two spell plus three charisma, that's five. Look at you. <laughs> He's learned his Yay! So, what does it look like? Describe what Snillock Snowball Swarm, the so, Lucius form, looks like. Uh, I build it up in my hand first, so it's a little vortex of cold fog. Resenga. like unique snowflakes mm -hmm. in there. Nice. And they're all like offended by everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's so pleased. Carry on. <laughs> and it closes, yep. and it reappears in a five-foot swarm <laughs> that then explodes. Like a outwards. whirlwind of snow, a blizzard. Yes. And then you pull off something blue, like from your um, outfit, I guess. I'll pull uh, from the blue of the spell itself okay. a shard, which then just like... Okay. I mean, I'm entirely blue. Yeah, you can't no, do it from the from spell. Me, no, I'm entirely blue. Okay. 
I pull it from Nova's hair. Yeah, yeah. There okay, go. there we go. This so you kind of look over, you glance with your, your blue eye, you glance this uh, Nova's like coat, and you pull out a shard of magic, spins it into an ice blade, throw it into the Inquisitor. He's battered by the snow, and you can see the frost is building up along his arms. He's shivering uncontrollably, still standing, but just like, <laughs> I think we made a, made a mistake. Um, and the, the one in the armor is just like, stay, uh, stay frosty. Stay strong, brother. <laughs> We're going to teach these fucking foreigners a lesson. Nope. Quill. This is uh, my life. <laughs> it's too real, man. It's too, yeah. hashtag too real. Don't forget hey, that. <laughs> it's almost like, you know, you get to like certain areas where religious places can develop into cults and it gets really bad. Mm. Yeah. Um, so. If Sentry failed that, she would have died, by the way, so I'm gonna heal her. Wow! <laughs> oh, God. How are you? I'm six. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. I didn't Took know. one of our own team to almost <laughs> knock you down. <laughs> Welcome to the show! I'm so sorry. That's alright. <laughs> so I'm going yes, to. Yes, we killed our Sentry! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're so far away from me. I, I need to do. You can heal a word. Yeah, it's the ranged one. The ranged one is Garbo, though. You could move up and touch her. But then, I'd be, then I'd be within range of flame. Yeah, you would. Yeah. And I wouldn't then be able to get away from him. Yeah. I, I can't kill How much do you care about Sentry? And no. they say that a hero will <laughs> I don't want to. Look, every fight I've lost. <laughs> so I'm gonna healing at, word at level um, at level two healing word. There we go. Two d four um, plus wisdom. So two d four plus my wit. That's a one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a two. Oh my god. <laughs> That's like five. Five hit points. Hey, yeah, it's better That's than almost nothing. Double. Than nothing. Almost yeah. double, isn't it? No. Almost and that, double. That was a bonus action. So that was a bonus action. Like double but it digits. Was a spell, so yes, can... you can cast cantrips though. In that case, I will. No, sacred flame's a bad idea. Cast <laughs> spell a dying. Sacred flame is radiant damage. It's not fire damage. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yes. it is. In that case, Which I will... is very confusing as a spell. Name. Yeah, I will sacred flame the big flame boy. The, the big front. flame boy, one, one in front of Ayla. Yes. Okay, he fails. Um, he fails, and that's a D8, a D8, a D8, a D8! I think it might be a D6. Is it a D8? Yeah, for a okay. good entry. Oh, I'm wrong. Six to Margie. I thought, I thought Sacred Flame was quite weak. Uh, how much was it? No. Uh, six damage. Six damage. It's incredible, thank you very okay. much. It's okay. Thank you, Quill. So that just mm. dips down onto his head like a molten crown. Oh, nice. the king. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, ah, it's like this golden energy, these like golden feathers kind of <laughs> batter him. Amongst the snow. Yeah. Um, he, on his turn, so the Custodis, the one in the armor with the staff, is just like, we can't, we can't fail here. Uh, I need to have a quick look up of a spiel. Is it sneers, smoke, and snowstorm? It's not, no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's called Fireball now. Uh, okay. It's called Death Ray. <laughs> Um, sorry, I just need to check how much this does. I think I know how much it does, but I need to check. I wonder if that's why the Sacred Flame hurt him so much. Because he just got hit with a cold, and then like heat him up a lot real quick. <laughs> it's like... Thinking expanding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like having a frosted windscreen, but you put a boiled kettle of water on it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Explosive. Yeah, and that's... He, he's dead, actually. Or eating an ice cream, then having a cup of tea. Your teeth explode. <laughs> And that's why I have veneers. Yeah. <laughs> so by the laws of physics, that guy should actually just be dead. Yeah? Yeah. Sh shall I apply the laws of physics to you guys from now on as well? 
No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank so, you, Mark. <laughs> he, the one in the main, uh, the one in the armor that you just struck with the sacred flame, mutters a word, a healing word of mass variety uh, as a bonus mass action. Healing word. He has that. He does. The D four for everybody. Crap! He's so high level. He's at least level four. <laughs> I mean, you'd know better than me. You've actually I've, been a level four. Maybe level five. Um, Damn. That's You're a not, bonus action, and then it's his main action. It's a bonus action. It is a bonus action. That's yeah. healing word. Yes. And then he will attempt to uh, fight. Sentry um, is a bit of a problem, so I think he's going to go for Sentry. Seeing that you're weakened. Oh no! Right there. Ayla is there, but he also knows that the Guardian is weakened, and the Barbarian didn't hit him very hard last time. But who's more foreign? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> What's the point? Uh, does a 19 hit you, Sentry? Yes. Okay. I think he needs to make an intelligence check. So or that, a save. That's seven points of damage as the Crozier Staff slams down on you. And then he will do his other attack at Aelin. Uh, <laughs> that's not too good. It's going to hit. Great. Which is going to be another... Hero can uh, save this. <laughs> half, <laughs> she's raging. <laughs> so he kind of slams down with his crozier's staff, like bam, bam, slams into the two targets. It's like, we can win this, come on, fight! Right. Nova. Can I? You're lucky, I didn't attack you one round. I'm not gonna forget again. Does the fire spread, by the way? Uh, so this round, it probably, this round it will start to, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, the smoke has been building, but it's just been kind of like burning things away so far. Did my Snillox... I've, I've got stuff. Did my Snillox... Where did you place it? You placed it here. Yeah. No. Can you do that again? Uh, it's a level two. Okay. Just keep snows, man. You can do another level two. I can. I didn't say no. <laughs> I just said it was a level two. What are you doing, Nova? I'm gonna melee attack. Uh, whoever's closest to me? They're both within five feet. Are they Are they in range of...? Yes. Melee attacks. Yikes. That's a nine to hit. So they just have these uh, long swords. They just parry as the stone echoes amongst the sound. You can hear the fire beginning to grow next to you. I was going to oh. green flame braid, braid them. Yeah. You've green flame you, braid like them. Actually, turn you got move and bonus action. Right, the utility of it all. Storm, green flame braid. Snilox, snowmore, snowarm. I can't move, can I? <laughs> if you do, they'll get attack opportunity. Opportunity attack. I'm just gonna stay here and so die. Stay there. I'm just gonna die. All right. Well, they're gonna attack you. Yeah. Here we go. They're gonna attack you. Um, okay. So the first one that is a natural one. No. Second you one, however, sword. is a twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so as he hits you, um, you watch as his weapon, this sword, oh, erupts no. into flame as it hits you, uh, seemingly drawing strength from his ally next to him. They are not subtle. So that is going to be three... 12 points of damage. As this flaming sword clashes into your body. Um, the other one is going to now leave the Dean and charge up next to this guy to fight Ayla. Fucking garbage misses. <laughs> Just like swings the sword, but Ayla brings the huge hammer. The Howling Gale kind of blocks it with the the uh, haft of its uh, of the weapon uh, against their attacks. Dun, 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 dun. Um, then we go to Ayla's turn. Whacking. Yeah, Ayla Whackin'. will whack whack attack the big boy. Natural one. Oh. Not even joking. Dexterity saving throw. N 
That's another natural one. That's got well, three in a row, isn't yep. it? Yep. <laughs> That's fucking, well, two in a row for that one anyway. I rolled one against Kim, yeah. then I got a hit against Kim, oh, then I rolled yeah. two natural ones. Shit. But guess how much damage I rolled for her lightning? One. Natural one. It was! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit. So this little <laughs> <laughs> Once again, the static electricity rubs off uh, her hair. Her hair raises slightly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as it just zaps her with a tiny Who has little... a balloon? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> the Inquisitor, as he is frightened, has to, he basically has to move away from Sentry this turn. So he will, he will spend his action to disengage and then his move action to go, ah! Wow! Oh, he's gonna open the door, that's cool. So he would, well, yeah, he would go 5, 10, 15, 20, and then his bonus action is to open the door. I'd like it if he runs out into the main street and it's like, ah, I'm terrified, we're killing people in there. And then everyone out there knows what's happening. Possibly. No? Um, but he gets to the door, he opens it, and that's the end of his turn. Sentry. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh. Is that like your activation? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it's also, a Can you just check for Wrath or Smite? How long does the Frightened last for me? Oh, the Frightened. It's until the spell ends. Mm, as an action, a creature can make a wisdom check. So he gets oh, okay. a saving throw. Well, as, yeah. an as, a, as, a, as an action. So he couldn't have used his action to get disengaged in that time. Yeah. Oh, well, he would just choose yeah. to do it. As an thing. action, we could, yeah. 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 Okay. Otherwise, one That's minute. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. Interesting. One minute. Cool. Um, okay, so he's going to run away. Yeah, so he's, he's on the process of running away. Cool. Then. I'm gonna move back, I think, back to where Quill is. Um, you're gonna go all through me. Hmm? You're gonna travel all through me on you. Cool. Cool. He's gonna hit you. Ah! Well, you can spend yeah. your action to disengage, and then no, nobody can take opportunity mm. attacks against you. But then I could just smack that guy in the face. You could just also hit him. I kind of want to hit him in the face, sure, do though. It. Do, we, do what you think Sentry would do. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just hit the guy in the face, because he's annoying me. He's a big racist. He is a big racist, and I don't stand for that. I don't stand for that. So I'm, I'm going I'm to hit this guy I have in the face, please. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Total attack. That is an eight. So that he swings the crozier's staff and blocks your axe, kind of hooks it underneath the blade, mentioned to slide it to the side, defending himself, just like throwing you to the side, like, don't take me for some. Unskilled priest, guardian. But you're a massive racist, and I don't like you. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do? Special um, action. Can I um, can I move back as a bonus action? Uh, oh no. Okay. You then could I'm... Spend your, You could move, but he'd get an opportunity attack against you. Can I ready an action? No, because no? you used your I've action. Used my action. Okay, then I'm good. You're just good. I'm okay. good. So after sentry, Lucius. Okay. Night frost. I need you. Oh. What do you need, Master Lucius? I'm going to do Misty Step. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you summon his power <laughs> to Misty Step. Yep. So 30 feet teleport. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you teleport behind this guy? Yes. Okay. So the cloak, you watch um, as the cloak expands like a crawling tendril of shadows and it completely covers Lucius, who then just goes flat into a shadow of like a bookcase cool. and then reappears uh, behind the guy. <laughs> and I'm Very going to cool. cast... He turns around in a awesome. surprise look. I'm going to cast Lightning Lure on him. Okay. Yank him back in. Yes. Okay. 
So what do I do? So that is a strength saving throw of a 13. 13, unfortunately, I don't think this guy has a menace. No, I've got a 15. Okay. So the lightning kind of lashes out, goes to wrap around him, but he's- Get back he's, here! It, like, you're like yanked forward. He's, he kind of, he's just like, no! And he goes to run out of the building. I've got to get away! So I don't have, I haven't used my movement. So what I'll do is, it's a bonus action to use Misty Step this yes. thing, isn't it? Yes. So yes, bonus action, action, you still have your movement. In which case I'll run up to him. Okay, that's an attack opportunity from the uh, militant that you're stood next to. Even though his back is, he's on. I mean, yeah. the miniature is, is there, but he, <laughs> he knows that you've appeared behind him. And then as you go to leave, he like gets a free strike at you. Okay. Yeah. So you move, you, you complete the movement. He doesn't stop your movement. Uh, and that is going to be a 14. Yes. Okay. What's now, with your cloak on? Cloak doesn't really give AC. Mm. Uh, so, 16. Seven points of damage. No fire damage, though, as you are not next to an ally when he you. All good. <laughs> uh, so he strikes you, so that's your go. Quill. I am going to use a Bardic Inspiration on Ayla. Okay, so you give Bardic Inspiration to Ayla. Um, and basically what, you what that is, is I'm basically saying what I'm about to do um, so that she can prepare herself because mm -hmm. I am casting in this area, calm emotions on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody. And I'm giving the Bardic Inspiration to Ayla because her charisma is like... In so you want her to try and save against it <laughs> yeah. so she's not affected. Okay. Um, Clever. So it's like, it basically centers on Sentry, but it hits Sentry, Flame Boy, Militant Boy, Ayla, these two fighting Nova, but not Nova. Okay. Does wow. it hit Lucius and the other guy? Oh, it would. Okay. And there must be some positioning I can do to... It would probably hit me then. Yeah. Put where you're going to put it. I'll put it where it also hits Lucius well, you, as well. You need to... Yeah, okay, so that would basically be Sentry, because what is it, 20 foot? Yeah. So 5, 10, 15, yeah, it would hit pretty much everybody. Everyone, Fact. yeah. Does it hit me? It will hit Sentry as well. It won't hit you, though. Isn't a 20 foot radius 10 either side? Not. Oh, like... that's true, actually, yeah, it's 10 feet. So oh, is it 10? Be, yeah. So you wouldn't, you'd, wouldn't hit this guy. You'd hit everybody, you wouldn't hit Nova, you'd hit this guy, this guy, this guy, Ayla and Sentry. So three of the five bad guys. Yeah, that's not bad. And I'll take it. Okay. And also, in the process, I'm calming everyone down on our side too. Sure. Chill. Chill. Okay. And the DC is? Literally. 13. No more fire. Why can't we be 13? Yeah. Okay, so Sentry, you need to make a charisma saving throw as Am well. Am not in it then? No. And then for these guys as well. Hey, Sentry wow. passes. Passes. And I don't need to make it. No. no. Um, Ayla does pass it, as do the other two guys, I'm afraid. Oh. Everybody passed it. There's a third guy as well. Which third guy? Uh, oh yes, I forgot the one uh, the one fighting Ayla, the other militant. No. Yeah, 18. No, for some reason I remember the one fighting you, but I forgot the one next to Ayla. Okay. Everyone passed. Everyone passed, I'm afraid, dude. DC 13, I just made good saves. So you're like, I'm gonna do this! And they all listen. <laughs> yes. <Steal> their minds. <laughs> How interesting. Did, I, did Ayla use her Bardikin's She did. For that as well? And if she hadn't, she would have failed. Good. Wow. So that was a strategy. That uh, was a strategy. I haven't got a bonus action. Uh, cantrip, so I'm gonna... Uh, I guess I'm right next to the Temple of Hesper, aren't I? You are. I'm, so I'll stay there. Okay. Okay. Top of the round. I know it's break time, Steve. I just want to try and get through this combat and then we'll take the break. Oh, the Custodus. This guy here. Uh, he'll grunt. 
I'm behind a pillar, you can't see me. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pillar. Just two people swinging wildly at nothing behind a pillar. I'm fighting a pillar. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid guards. He raises a finger where a single orange bead appears. Oh no. And he flicks it to just behind Ayla, right in front of you, Quill. And this fireball explodes. Oh god. I need you and Ayla to make dexterity saving throws. Oh boy. He's gonna target it so it basically, it's like 5, 10, 10, yeah. So it hit this, this area here. I think it might be bigger, but then I would just put it further back and it would just hit. 16. 16, that's a pass, you're gonna take half damage. Um, Still doesn't feel good. Ayla got a 14, which is a pass as well, I believe. Just, so mm-hmm. half damage for her as well. So, let's roll some dice. Three. How many dice is a fireball? 8d6. You're kidding. Nope. Yeah. What level spell is Do you remember in um, Boomer's Odyssey, mm. and he had a necklace of like... Oh, that, yeah. God. That. 10, 22. Where do you get those from? The man who blew up your horse. Yeah, I meant this guy. That's a different the man wow. who blew up your horse. Dead on 30 points of damage. Oh! 15. And Ayla takes four. Oh god, I would have been down if I failed that. It would, have been, it would have done 30 points of damage. You and Ayla would have been down if you hadn't saved. So you and Ayla leap to the side as this fireball detonates, this cacophony of an explosion. Bookcases are shredded. The whole thing completely ignites as well. I'm going to add even more fire from Big <laughs> fire. Oh, that's a... That's big daddy fire. I'm right big next to fire. it as well. Um, as the whole, all the bookcases on the walls all erupt in flames. Um, and actually, that seems a good point to take a break. Oh, yeah, the entire building's on fire. So, poof, this fireball erupts, um, and he just kind of calls back. He's just like, burn this place of heresy to the ground. <laughs> okay. We'll take a break. We'll see you in five. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you check out D&D Beyond with the link in the description, and we'll see you on Thursday to continue this firefight in the Temple of Hesper. We'll see you then.